listening to the Girls Get Off podcast, an R18 podcast on all things female pleasure. Think girl talk, but real girl talk, where we chat all things masty, self-loving, sex, orgasms, and more. Nothing is off limits, which means you get all the secrets, even our guests' BFFs don't know. We're on a mission to make talking about getting off as fun as actually doing it. Ready to join the Mastination? Let's get into it. Thanks for tuning into the Girls Get Off podcast. Today we're with a special guest who you might have seen pop up on our social channels before. Stacey O'Gorman is an international women's holistic sexuality mentor and educator. She's no newbie to the world of podcasts. Stacey has featured on multiple international podcasts including Julia, Juliet Allen's Authentic Sex podcast and Bumble's What We Call Love podcast. Stacey grew up in New Zealand and before diving into women's well-being, she worked in the culinary world for 15 years. At 21, she moved to London where she co-founded Moran Girls an innovative baking brand. Moran Girls popped off fast with a following of over 176k on Instagram, 1.1 million views on individual YouTube videos, and received private orders from the likes of Dior, Chanel and Stella McCartney, publishing two cookbooks and food styling for Italian Vogue. Despite the roller coaster success of the business and a whirlwind marriage at just 22 years old, the work hard, play hard lifestyle t- started to take its toll on her well-being. Stacey suddenly started experiencing severe anxiety, debilitating exhaustion, lack of libido and her hormonal health was all out of whack. She struggled to find the capacity for work, life or play. She finally reached a point where enough was enough and decided to get some help. She ended up selling her business, travelling the world, ending her marriage and dedicating her life to learning about her body. She dived deeply into studying feminine practices, yoga, embodiment and sexuality. She has now more pleasure in the last few years than she ever thought possible. She believes our capacity to feel as human Human beings are truly infinite. She is now furthering her education and is studying holistic sexuality full-time, mentoring women around the world one-on-one, educating through workshops, talks and podcasts. And thanks so much for coming on the podcast with us, Stacey. Thank you for having me. This is so exciting. (laughs) Oh, we're so excited to have you on. You're our first guest that we've recorded for this season. Oh, an honour. Which is cool. (laughs) Um, and get us started with your background um, and how you came to be in the role that is you. Amazing. All right. Wow. Where do I begin? So my background is in um, culinary arts and food. So previously to being in holistic sexuality, I um, I was I owned a bakery in London and um, I made sweet treats for lots of big kind of fashion brands and um, that's <laughs> crazy in itself to even <laughs> to get to that stage. I know. Yeah. I was reading the bio on your website and crazy. Yeah, like, such a cool story. It feels like a a past life now, but yeah, that was like my twenties. I was like a little rainbow baker in London. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you did that with other? Did you do that with other? Girls, yes, Marian yeah. girls. Yeah, I started it with um, another London woman um, called Alex, and then we also got another partner um, on board like a year in, and then we had wow. like a big team of girls that were baking. Oh for my us. gosh! Yeah, That's yeah, so cool. it was really cool. <laughs> it was really cool. Yeah, um, but I guess sort of. Um, so I, I was running that for six years, and. As the time progressed in the business, um, and I also got married at 22, so I moved to London at 21, started my business like end of my 21st year, and then got married at 22. So it was like quite to so someone you met in London, or you met we them did in meet in London, but he is a Kiwi. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. So um, we married for love, but also because I've got a British passport, he didn't. We were like, we've got to stay together. So let's marry and 
get some goddamn visas and stay together. (laughs) Um, So it was like rushed and young and like super cute and romantic. And then um, so sort of maybe around the like my 26th year, um, I started to experience, I've always had like quite intense hormonal health issues so quite painful periods and I was always struggled with acne and um and like exhaustion I always just felt quite weak and like ugh, um funny in my body and I was also like a huge party girl as well so London was like just really brought out the (laughs) the (laughs) ultimate rager in me so um I was partying hard I was like in this marriage I was like in the London lifestyle which is like fucking full on you're like constantly doing things and seeing people and then I was running this business and suddenly my hormonal health um really started to deteriorate and I was just starting to feel like deep anxiety and um I got to a place where I was really unhappy in my um marriage and um we ended up like I was not feeling sexual whatsoever and to be honest previous to even being married like my sex life um was very minimal like I'd never had an orgasm until I reached 27 sex was painful for me um and I just thought is this is this it this is sex right all right well that's a and I suppose when you're that stressed like speaking from personal experience libido is the first thing to go right totally. as soon as you start to get burnout or a bit stressed or feeling anxious exactly catch you later Catch you later, libido. Mm. Like, no, nothing's happening down there. You're like, do not touch me. No one come near me. Um, So then I ended up um, starting to heal myself, like reading lots of books around healing myself and um, going and doing like yoga for my stress management. And then my um, ex-partner and I ended up doing like couples therapy and sex therapy together and then I was like, I actually can't do my business anymore. Like I need to go and like focus on my health and just like dedicate my life to just like whatever this is. So then we ended up leaving London together and traveling the world for a year um, through Europe and Asia and India and um, Southeast Asia, Sri Lanka, all these places. And I kind of like went around and I studied yoga and um, lots of kind of women's work and um and then started to kind of realize that like the realms of um, like sexuality were calling me from from doing women's work and being like, what it actually is it to be a woman and what does it feel like to be a, in a woman's body and and how can like w- like what's all the conditions societal conditioning that has stopped me from actually being like a fully expressed individual and then. Um, I ended up, um, me and my ex-partner ended up breaking up and then I kind of went, I was like, okay, this is where I'm like really going to dive into <laughs> all of the sort of sex schools and stuff because it's not, it's kind of like, yeah. So I went in and um, kind of dived headfirst into that. <laughs> and, uh, no pun intended. And then, <laughs> and then uh, what happened? Yeah, that was like four years four years ago that I went to my first like sex school I guess and then um since then I've just been learning around like how to heal my own um sexual health and hormonal health and um from going to these courses and exploring and really diving into it I've been able to experience like more pleasure in my body than I ever thought was humanly possible and have discovered like sensations in my body that I never thought were possible and have like 
like my hormonal health has cleared up and I just I just am feeling like alive and vibrant and I really put it down to just like exploring what it is to be a woman and a woman's body and how incredible it is to be like a sexual being on this planet and so yeah and so now I'm studying full-time with Layla Martin um um so I'm doing holistic sexuality with her and I'm offering coaching to to women around all things feminine well-being and the topic that we're going to be talking about today yes um do you want to <laughs> <laughs> do you want to introduce this one <laughs> okay so this one is called sexy comms for singles and it can be for singles and it can be for people that are also in relationship to be honest a couple of the questions are c- quite relevant to singles and and but this is really an education for anyone that wants to sort of have more connected more intimate more expansive sex and feel safe in their bodies while they're doing it because ultimately safety leads to way more pleasure and that is something that I feel is left out of our sex education and so important. Because when you first mentioned this topic I thought oh we're going to talk about what are we going to talk about like texting or like (laughs) picking people up in real life like how does this work so give us some examples examples of where this could be used for people single or in relationships um what would that look like? Okay so um people that are single it would be really for everyone using this conversation it's prior to going into sort of intimacy so perhaps you've hooked up with the person already or you're on your first date or um there's about to be a level of intimacy going down and I think also we're taught that talking too much before you sex before you have sex is like a turn off or or whatever but from my experience it's like being able to share um you know, like your boundaries, your desires, creating safety for yourself before going into it, it just feels like so much better in your body. And there's actually like, that is foreplay in itself. Conversation is foreplay. And I think that's what's missed out. Often we're just like jumping in and diving in and like going straight to like, we're forgetting all the like magic that can occur from from being intimate with someone prior to even touching them. There's just like so much juiciness there. And I see this topic, um, like is such a good time saver and like disappointment saver what would you call that we're just like, like energy like, saver oh totally like just straight up from the go you know you know whether they're looking for something whether they're not whether they're in a marriage totally just gaining just, clarity yeah on before your mind runs away with it yeah in love with somebody that planning a marriage after the first <laughs> night <laughs> exactly yeah. we've all done that we've all done that guilty <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna save a lot of heartache I feel. yeah 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 totally nice. what's the first step all right first step so um it's okay so what it's called is our bdsm and it's easy to remember because we all know about bdsm and we just chuck an r on the front and actually it's missing an A on the end, which is aftercare, which I'll just throw in at the end. <laughs> and if you want to talk about this, you can talk about that too. But RBDSM <laughs> is what we're going to remember for today. AF at the end is pretty <laughs> yeah. good anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AF, I yeah. love that. Okay, so <laughs> the first one being relationship status. So that's for the R. So that is, are you in relationship? Are you single? Are you married? Are you in an open relationship? Are you polyamorous? Like, what is your relationship status? And I think this is a really simple one 
But I think there's so many assumptions that are made when we're being intimate with someone and oftentimes we have no idea about their background or what they're, who these people are. So it's like just getting really clear, yeah, I'm, I'm well, single or I'm, yeah, I'm in a relationship. This is the thing, to be honest, I've never thought to ask anybody because I just assume that if they're on a date with me, they're single and totally. wanting to date. Like I'd, But then it, it's that, you know, like girls find out months later that they've actually been sleeping with a married man. Exactly. But yeah, because you yeah, just look, assume. valid question, valid yeah. question. Yeah, <laughs> valid I know, question. really valid question, and I never thought to ask it. <laughs> yeah, or maybe you're single, but you're dating other people, and then suddenly you see someone that you've gone and had sex with one night, and then they're on a date with someone else, but you've not asked them around mm. that, so you don't really have any legs to stand on in terms of being like, you know, fuck that asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah, whoa. but that's how you feel because you haven't communicated. Yeah. yeah. Whereas if someone said to you oh, I'm single, but I've been dating a couple of people and I, I, I'm i still texting them and, and yeah, we're still dating and exploring that. It's like, cool, all right. And then you see them on the date, you're like, oh, that hurts a little bit, but I get it, you know? Yeah, you yeah. understand, no surprises. Exactly. Yeah. So that's number one, R, okay. relationship status. Nice, great point. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, are you married? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lead single with that. are you really? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe let's not lead with this. Let's do dinner first and then make conversation. <laughs> I mean, that's, you don't want to spring this conversation yeah. on too soon. It's like you want to kind of get to know the person first. Like there's a time and a place for it for sure. But I would say before you're about to like have sex with them, it's quite good it's to do great, it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so how would you ask them then? Um, so I would just say, hey, I've learned this really awesome like um, – kind of communication technique and I'd love mm. to share it with you and it's like a little bit awkward and a little bit uncomfortable but it's also like kind of sexy are you open to it and if they're like okay that sounds cool and most of the time when it comes to anything remotely like sexy you'll I've found in my experience that people are really open to learning and um are just open to it that's enough that's a good way to put it that's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I'm too literal. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Um, Stacey told me. <laughs> okay. I need to ask this. <laughs> yeah, actually though. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, Trying a new avenue <laughs> for dating. Yes. Going to ask the hard questions first. Yes. Uh, I reckon nice. anyone that is like remotely someone that you want to sleep with would be open to having this conversation. Yeah. If they're not, true, yeah. you're kind of just like, well, yeah. you're not at my level anyway. Totally. Like Love <laughs> yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then the next one is B. B for boundaries. It's a hot word in the realms of sexuality. And this one is actually, I would say, important for whether you're in relationship or whether you're single. Um, Because every day, especially speaking from my own experience in a woman's body, I'm very, like, cyclical. And sometimes I'm up and sometimes I'm, you know, up for sex and sometimes I'm really not up for sex. Or sometimes I want to be, like, held and caressed and sometimes I want to be fucked or sometimes I want to, like, just literally no one to touch me or come near me. So... Sharing your boundaries, whether you're in relationship or not, it can be ever-changing. And your boundaries are something that are definitely not set in concrete, but are really beautiful, like, guides for the experience. So with boundaries, you know, if it's, um, if you're about to have intimacy with someone, like, and say you're about to have sex with them, it could be that, um, or you just want to be intimate with them first without having sex with them. It might be, oh, my boundary is I don't want to have penetrative sex with you. Um, 
or I don't want any penetration whatsoever, but I really am open to you, like, touching my body and, like, kissing me and, like, I really, yeah, like, whatever it is, whatever your boundary is. Or if you're about to, like, really get, like, raunchy with them, it might be, like, okay, like, I'm really open to being, like, fucked, but I don't, like, don't go near my asshole. <laughs> I, just, I just love how you said the word raunchy then. I wish we had a camera on your face. Like, you say the word raunchy with so much expression. expression. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's so ask you, after you've asked them if they're married, <laughs> hands off my butthole. Yes. Precisely. Precisely. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, and these boundaries are just based on however you're feeling at the time and yeah. you're just being really open about that. Yeah, exactly. And if you're not sure about what your boundaries are, because oftentimes I don't think we are, you can think back to an experience that you've had and like where it's just been like, oh, you've just been sitting there and kind of grinning and bearing it or being like fa- feeling like quite like it was like obligatory to be there. I know as, as speaking from my own personal experience, I've had many sexual ca- encounters where I've been like, oh, come fucking wait for this to be over like and I've not said anything because I haven't known how to say anything or I haven't been learned I haven't ta- I wasn't taught communication techniques as a you know sexually active teen so I just thought oh this is it you know but like speaking up and 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 noticing okay actually it's gross when someone touches my ear or my whatever it is part of your body that you don't like be- to be touched so referring to that mm-hmm. and using that um how do you ask someone else about their boundaries? Well, this sorry, I should have said this at the beginning. This is this is a this is a communication. Um, both of you do it. Experience. You're both doing it together. Oh, so cool. you do R and then you do R and then I do R and then oh, you do B. Right. And okay. then I do B. You're not, not just trying to. Oh, oh, I just no. slip these steps into like a thing, not actually go through the whole process. No, it's like a game. Like I don't know. Oh, we're we're not you. really strangers or whatever. You know, it's gotcha. like. Gotcha. Yeah, but you could. Oh, yeah. that's that is that's, way easier. I was like, right, how am I going to slip the slip the R into the communication on. Viv's like gallop, gallop strength finder, finder. thirty-three, 33 out, of, yeah, 33 out of thirty-four. So, oh my gosh, amazing! <laughs> You're killing it. No, 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 no it's that's at the, the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is just a perfect example. <laughs> so putting my putting my thoughts, my thoughts and feelings into words is like not my not yeah. a strength. Okay, but that's okay. We have other ways think about the other yeah. person. Then at least, yeah, 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 yeah. You so weren't gonna let them talk before. <laughs> I'm glad you thought about yeah, that. Yes, so I'm like, okay. So, oh, so you're actually playing this as a game. Yeah, a game well, or just like okay. a. I wouldn't call it a game. Oh, let's play a game. They might get a bit overexcited. <laughs> this new thing. We're doing a new thing. We're yeah, doing yeah. A an new activity. Thing. Okay, so you're going to talk about both of your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are your boundaries? You okay. know, like we could do it right now if you want. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it! Yeah, like it's an exchange, and it's actually it is truly foreplay. Like cool. it's hot to talk about this. Okay, and it's all with you now. Like yeah, <laughs> you're on it. You're on it. But um, yeah. So then after boundaries, any more questions on boundaries? No, got the boundaries. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then we've got desires, which is like a juicy one. Mm-hmm. So just des- desires are like um how you want to interact in that particular experience. So it could be that you desire for him or her or them to, you know, kiss every little inch of your body from your little toes to your, you know, the top of your head. And, like, you really love it when they, like, spend, you know, at least half an hour, like, fucking getting intimate with your titties or... 
that you love being fingered in a certain way or whatever it is, massaged before you go into it or this feels really good in my body. So like expressing what feels good to you because um, oftentimes I think there's a, there's a huge expectation that the people that we're being intimate with, that, that they just know what we want and it couldn't be more further from the truth. And then we go and we bitch behind their backs to our friends and we're like, oh my God, that person was so rubbish in bed or, oh, they had no idea what they were doing. Like, honestly, like. I think, <laughs> I think that concept as well is not just in like a sexual sense as well. Like that, that the, if someone is complaining about, you know, how someone else should have just known what they, you know, known how they should have, what you wanted or something, that's probably the same possibly in their working life or other areas of their life where they get annoyed at people for doing a certain thing but they've never had the conversation about what they want. Exactly. In the first place, right? Exactly. Mm. Totally. Yeah. It's totally relative to everything and um, – yeah, I think all of these tools are like relative to basically just life. Yeah. Sex is life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're so right. Like girls are so, and guys too probably, so quick to judge if it was a bad route. Like just, yeah. you know, tell everybody about it really, don't they? Exactly. And um, yeah, it's like, did you actually talk and ask what they they wanted? Yeah. How they liked it? Yeah. yeah. Great points. <laughs> Great points. <laughs> okay, desire. Okay, desires. desires. Yeah. And then uh, the next one, not so sexy, but very important, sexual health. So do you have any STIs? When was the last time you were checked? Holy shit. If you haven't been checked between the person that you had sex with last, like, do you know if they were checked? Like, when was the last time you were checked? That's where it gets uh, like a hard conversation, hey. I like how this has slipped in after desires. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah, hot yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you're like, okay, <laughs> let's bring it back down. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, that got exciting. Yeah. It's edging. We're edging yeah, here, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On a scale yeah, yeah. of one to ten, how likely <laughs> do you think it is you have chlamydia? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Again, very important. important. Yeah. So important. So yeah. important. So important. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because I've been with people where... Would anyone own up to it? That would be my issue. This is what I'm saying is is in one of the sort of sex schools that I went to, a container that I was in, there was someone that owned up to it too that I, before we'd had any kind of like sexual encounter, um, the person expressed to me that they did have something going on. And honestly, it was the most educational, like incredible experience and I felt like zero judgment and I just felt like thank you so much for telling me that and like I would love to explore with you in other ways that aren't like penetrative yeah just for my own safety and this experience but um thank you and I like honestly I almost felt like hot for the person because they were so honest owning and honest of of what was happening with their body in that moment that's so good yeah there are a lot of people who don't get checked unless there's something wrong exactly yeah yeah. Totally. Valid question. Valid question. Mm. Important yes. question. Yeah. Um, and then if once you know that, you can just be like, oh, I'm relaxed in my body. You mm. know, I don't have to Let's worry. Let's move to M. Yeah. <laughs> <You'll> <laughs> M's a scary one. M's a scary one. So M is meaning. And so meaning, it's a big one. I think it's a really, I think this one's one of the scariest ones to share. And that is what does this particular encounter mean to you and so it might mean to you that it's like no strings attached that it's a one-night stand and that you're just keen to like get freaky or it 
it might mean that, you know, every time that I get, I'm intimate with someone, actually I end up like catching feels. So this, like it's quite significant for me to have penetrative sex with someone. Or, you know, it might mean that like, oh my God, I'm actually, I actually really quite like you and I'm actually really open to being in relationship or whatever it is for you. Whatever's true to you is when, this is when you would share that piece. And this is com- comes back to kind of what you were talking about and the beginning around it being a time saver because oftentimes we have sex with people and then we have all these expectations but we've not communicated what it means to us and then six months down the line we're still having sex with the same person and they don't want the same things as us. We're looking for completely different things and it's just like painful and a time waster and it's just like, oh, God, I wish we clarified that at the beginning. <laughs> I know. And again, such a good thing to bring up before sex rather mm. than after because yeah, it, it would hurt a lot more hearing it after, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. Imagine if you went through these questions just straight after and they were like, oh, no, not wanting anything and you were really into this guy. Totally. You would yeah, you feel can't like change what shit. they're yeah. thinking, yeah. can you? No, yeah. no. It, it's like, yeah, I want what I want, so. Yeah. Yeah, because I want something different doesn't mean I'm going to want that. Exactly. Mm. And I think it's actually really beautiful and it either like opens you up way more to that person or it's like, oh, okay, well, maybe we don't have sex, but yeah. we can still fool around a little bit. But like, yeah. good to know. Yeah. And then at least you know. you're going into it, again, no surprises. Well, exactly. Mm. Exactly. And something changes down the track, then it changes down the track, but at least it's all out in the open and yeah. you're not getting disappointed and waiting for that text every Five mm. minutes. Exactly. Which is the shittiest feeling. Yeah. You know? Plus, even if you're not sleeping with them for six months, even if it's like six weeks or less, at least you're not even using up any of your brain energy on thinking about what it is supposed to be or not wanting to have the conversation yet. Because, yeah, beforehand is, is perfect. It's an energy drainer, anything mm. like that, hey? Oh, my gosh, it's such an energy drainer. Mm. And just like, yeah, constant. <laughs> you, like, you don't even realise it and you're like, oh, have they texted me? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so that's our BDSM. BDSM. And then AF. <laughs> so A is for aftercare. This is actually, I would say, the most important piece of all. Um, and so when we're talking about aftercare, it's like, what do you need to feel safe and held and supported after being intimate with someone? So it might be that I actually just really want you to like hold me for, you know, at least 20 minutes after we have sex. Or um, I'd actually really like you to follow up tomorrow with like a text just acknowledging this experience. Or I'd really love you to make breakfast for me in the morning. Or whatever your expectations of the person are. Can you imagine if the guy said, cook me eggs? (laughs) (laughs) Just like... Hard actually, <laughs> sure. I'd love to. Thank you so much for letting me know what your, your needs are. <laughs> yeah. So well, I'm going to leave <laughs> at like 6 a.m. in an Uber. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I oh think often, like, after like a one night stand or even when you're in relationship, sometimes, you know, your partner might jump up and rush to the shower straight after sex and you're like, hold on a minute. Like, <laughs> I just feel abandoned or That's so, like, really. Mm. So true. I just realised that I have actually been doing this. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, not the whole order or anything, but you know, like, oh, my line, seriously, for so long, 
now I'm a nun. But <laughs> <laughs> when I was maybe picking up, um, yeah, I'd totally lead with do not text me. Do, oh, great. Do not <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm like, don't remember where I lived. Like, don't. <laughs> Might not have been the best way to go about it. Yeah, but but like they were really special. <laughs> there were a couple. <laughs> don't text me. <laughs> I attract clingers. Do not text me. Oh, my God. <laughs> you would say do not text me to the people that you were intimate with? I, I just realised how ruthless. <laughs> no, but I think <laughs> I mean, it's really clear, clear communication. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> but then they bloody text, Was this before? <laughs> did you have these conversations before you were intimate or after you were intimate? No. Oh. Like in the morning, yeah. do not tease me. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, yeah. I feel All great. Right. Yeah. It's really good in my body. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I'm honest. I yeah, think yeah that's pretty honest. Yeah. I want to hear about more about you becoming a nun. Oh. <laughs> wow. Um... No religion involved? No, yeah, no religion involved. Good okay. place to start. Mm-hmm. Good place to start. Um, I have just come to a point in my life where I want to find the right person. Mm. And for m- me, just anything to do with self-pleasure, sex, all it does is make me fucking horny <laughs> and uh-huh. do, <laughs> do things that I don't particularly want to do and... So my whole tactic at the moment is to go completely none. Um, Viv's trying her hardest. You're abstaining. To, like <laughs> <laughs> to leave samples. You know, I'm just tempting you. She leaves the odd sample. samples and erotica gel and stuff on my <laughs> desk. I'm like, get it away. Oh get it away. But, um, yeah, I also haven't had a drink in a while. Um, so we will see how that pans out tomorrow <coughs> if I can continue – to abstain. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're going to have some drinks tomorrow. Yeah, I probably should call it something <laughs> different than nun life. Celibacy. Yeah, that sounded all too serious. Yeah. But that oh, yeah, celibacy. Now, is celibacy the right word? That's the right word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it could yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to ask a nun. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might need to come up with something yeah. else for that. Anyway, that's the plan. I don't Stunning. know. Yeah. We'll see if the plan works. I love this for you. <laughs> I really love this for you. I think that's awesome. Thanks. Worth a try. <laughs> I think that's freaking awesome. Um, okay. All right. Back to RBDSM AF. AF. <laughs> AF. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So aftercare. Well, we, we got there, didn't yeah. we? We're clear mm-hmm. on aftercare. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Don't text me before <laughs> you're intimate. Do not text me. <laughs> because then if you, because I suppose if you said that before you're intimate and you're like, don't text me, they could then use that no, information. Well, I know I've like, even before we go ho- home, I hope the wrong people don't listen to this podcast, but <laughs> before we go home, um, I'll be like, no, I track clingers, like <laughs> not coming. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I start the conversation. There. Start the conversation. Yeah. I'm pretty clear right the way through. That's I feel great. like that's, mm-hmm. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And I also think, yeah, like, it, and oftentimes I think with experiences that I've had in the past, I think, um, or and friends' experiences of like, 
being like, oh, I don't need anything, actually. I actually don't need anything. And then, like, in your case, it feels like you really just don't want them to text you. But I think in some cases, we'll say, oh, I don't need anything. And then, like, sometimes you do, but you just feel like it's... Oh, yeah, you've got to be honest. You've got to be honest gotta, about what you like, want. Like, if you're going to do it, yeah. <laughs> and, like, because I think we're also taught that, like, to ask for what you want can be needy. There's, like, a neediness element to it. But actually, I think it's really hot and sexy and clarity is, like really beautiful so yeah I had this and I, I think if everyone would was honest it would kind of help because like I had this guy texting me like a few weeks after like mm. and he was still going uh I can't work out whether you're just pretending and you really want me to keep chasing you or I'm like you are wasting your time <laughs> <laughs> do not text me and honestly not text me. that was weeks <laughs> of just getting these messages and he's mm. like would you mind if I wasted your time on Sunday <laughs> oh can you waste my time on oh my Sunday gosh. yeah the clingers uh, whoa I'm uh, like was this the tinder one no no that was some gig we <laughs> <laughs> what you're uh, like don't like, waste your time and then he's still oh, coming we, at you yeah <clears throat> thinking that that was a oh, honestly <laughs> I attract the clingers and it's wow. like yeah crazy yeah, you should block him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then you've said what you, what you then you've got legs yeah. to stand on, as you mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah. Yes, mm. yeah. exactly. Yeah, so funny. Anyway, what was yes. F? F is fears, and fears. I think you don't have to use this one. This is like fears can be advanced. We can put that in the advanced, advanced. category. But um, fears is like if you feel called to share. Any fears that come up for you in the bedroom or when you're being intimate with someone. So for me in the past, like I've been intimate with someone and I've always had like quite a deep fear about being on top. Like I love to be like submissive and like for someone to like throw me down. But like the being the kind of dominator or like being the person that's like taking control has been a huge fear of mine. So and, and I've been working through it recently, but um, but voicing that gives space for this this piece around like exploring that with someone that feels open to like making you feel super empowered when you're in that position so um or whatever your fears are whether your fears are like I don't know like if you've got a fear of um I don't know someone going down on you or whatever it is which is quite a common one or fear of giving a blowjob or whatever your fears are like expressing that and then maybe there's like a conversation that can come up there around like how the other person likes it or what they love about your body or yeah it's quite a scary one but I think it can be super empowering if it's done with the right person and there's like an openness around it. And that's actually probably something that you push to the side. Definitely. Like normally hey you just be like oh just oh my god we just, just don't like, do that yeah, and we yeah, never yeah, do just that get along with we it. never yeah. speak about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but then if, uh, like, I know for me personally, one of my, like, values is to kind of, like, explore it all and, like, you know, liberate myself sexually. So if that's a value of mine, then mm. it's like, okay, I've got to overcome these fears. And then when you kind of do it, there's just such a sense of, like, openness and expansion that, that comes from that. And it's like, oh, I experienced this new thing, you know, <laughs> and it's so exciting. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, so this whole conversation, this new thing, this activity that we're playing, yes. the RBDSMAF. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's in there. 
Oh, um, I just died. I thought. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Joe just thought the SD card wasn't in there, but it is. It's a micro SD that sits inside oh there. Don't worry, God. I've had a podcast before where I didn't press record, oh, so now wow. I'm a little bit extra vigilant. Okay, okay. nice. <coughs> nice one. Um, we, initially, when we started talking about this, I was thinking in my head, which is why I was so confused, I was picturing two people at like a restaurant having dinner. And then that's why I thought all these different things had to be like, you know sort of throughout the night but are you saying all these things while you're out for dinner are you on the couch like where it's just any time before you're intimate not out for dinner Viv do not, not out for dinner <laughs> you will not make it home if you bring up this conversation you've got to, <laughs> <laughs> you've got to make it sexy Viv no but that's what I'm asking <laughs> that's what I'm asking this is a great question because it is the first really thing that question. popped into my mind because wasn't it when you first meet them this was is so t- funny because I've, ex- I've told people about this before <laughs> and then someone's like, some of my friends have been to me like, oh, I just was having coffee with this new guy that I met and I brought up the RBDCM like you told me and I was like, oh, no, no, no. Yes, see? No. scared them off You did it wrong. already be like in the moment with them, like know that it's kind of going further. Okay. Yes, exactly. So... You kind of want to be in a position with them where you know you've, <laughs> you've already been pretty sexy with them. Like, right. you've hooked up. Like, right. there's something else is going to happen there. Uh, the initial, like, are oh, you married thing, I thought that was happening quite early on Well, you, Well, this yeah. is the thing. I quite like this, how you've um, put this question because actually you could weave it in through the night depending on the comfortability <laughs> of the encounter. So, A in the first half yeah. an hour. Yeah, <laughs> you could weave oh, what parts was the first in. One? What's, what was the first one? Relationships. Yeah, are in the first half an hour. You could talk about that at a first day. Jump into boundaries. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) You could just like, yeah, you could could either talk about it being like, um, you know, a game or like a new communication tool that's Mm -hmm. like a little bit edgy but like fun with them once you've been intimate or you could weave in, you could talk about it from an educational standpoint at your date, Mm. for example, like, oh, I've learned this new thing, but like, obviously we won't go into it now, but like, basically this is what it is. And okay, then you could bring it back later and be like, well, shall we do it? You yeah. Know? yeah. I, I just feel mm. like if you called it a game, like their excitement level yes. would like get up and then you, we would just be like a disappointment. But no. You're asking them when their last sexual yeah, like, house oh, checkup was. Oh, this is actually fucking serious. Oh, I see. It's not a game. It's not a game. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one who did it at a coffee shop or yes. something. No, totally. So one of your friends did it coffee shop um one of my friends did it actually at home she just invited them someone around for a cup of tea and then was like i did that bdc and i was like no no you don't do it then that's so funny but it's still something comes of it because Mm. it's such like it's kind of like yeah like what i referenced before like the kind of like um what we call love cards or the esther perel cards that she's created that like sparks a conversation that's deeper than just like what do you do for a living? Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a level of intimacy that can stem from that. Um, and also it's just like, I will very much say this as someone that has fully broken the laws of RBDSM AF, but basically <laughs> it's just a guideline. It's not something that you need to stick to like rigidly and like have this like, you know, it doesn't need to be awkward. It can just be like, and oftentimes like I've said my boundaries pace and then, Moments two, later, two drinks later. Like <laughs> <laughs> two drinks later, those boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> you know, break them down. 
But I haven't yeah. felt gr- that good in the morning <clears> for doing that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. on the nights that I oh. have used the tools and techniques and then I've like <laughs> fucking stuck to my thing, I'm like, God, that was empowering. And then the times yeah. when I've talked about it but then maybe gone against some, some a few of the things that I've said. Like it's still been a beautiful experience but – I've noticed like a sense of like, oh, I probably shouldn't have. Or, or like, yeah. it doesn't feel that great of me that I did that last night. Yeah. But now I know, you know? Yeah. Well, I'll fill you in on Sunday. Can't wait. <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> how After my, a few roses. None life. Yes. RBDSM AF goes. I can't wait. And I won't ask someone at the table. Boundaries. I'm a nun. I mean, nothing. You could experiment <laughs> with asking someone at the table. I'd be interested to know. Yeah. and hear how that goes. Yeah. It's a funny conversation. <laughs> well, I just don't know whether my, yeah, it'd be real, a real good exercise for my communication because I'm not too creative, you know, not too creative with the delivery, so. I feel like we need to put like an earpiece in your ear on your next date oh and my like God. help you out a little bit. Oh my God. Yes. Although, <laughs> not me. Not me. I'm, <laughs> I'm not good at dating either. I need somebody. Um, yeah. Maybe we get a professional dating expert. <laughs> Absolutely, I love it. Well, that was really cool. So yeah. great, so Thank great, you. and such a great Thank tool. You. I reckon. And so, what are the? So, you've told some of your friends about it. You must have told some of your clients. What are some of the outcomes that you've had? Not just, I mean, you've spoken a little bit about your own learnings from it, but how about for some other people in your life? Yeah, I've had um, everyone that I've ever spoken to that have um, that has used these tools. Um, has experienced like profound shifts in their sexual experiences with people that they've encountered. So like in terms of the openness that they felt in their bodies from creating that safety within themselves and in terms of like the levels of depth that they've been able to go to and the things that they've been able to explore and like the conversations that it's opened up and like like they've gone places that they probably wouldn't have gone if they hadn't had expressed their desires or they Mm. hadn't had expressed, you know, like what their boundaries were or what their boundaries weren't, you know, or um, what their fears have been or whatever it is. It just opens this whole new container of like what's possible in in the bedroom, which is really exciting. Um, And yeah, I've I've only had really good feedback on it. you know, apart from the funny times when they've been like, well, I bought it up at a, <laughs> a cup of tea and I'm like, that was wrong. We should have, we should have talked about that. Oh yeah, my God. I can see it being um, like a, uh, something that kind of deepens the, you don't want to call it yeah, a well, relationship. You might, you might both find out you do want to do anal on the first date and then that'd be great. Exactly. You know, so you don't have exactly. to hold back. Oh my God, you do not hold back. Yeah. You just get it done. Yeah. yeah. Or and whether it's going to be for one night or what, you would have a deeper connection just by communicating mm, with her. Totally. Yeah. 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 And it's just a huge kind of like consent piece for your body as well. And I just think, yeah, it just, safety is the biggest word that I would say this conversation brings to yeah. your intimate interaction and I think that just opens up so much space yeah so much pleasure yeah if you feel safe yeah how cool. Yeah, well, that's cool. been amazing, Stacey. So many good takeaways. Yay. I'm sure we're going to get such good feedback um, from this. Um, and moving forward, we know that you are starting a podcast soon. Do you want us to tell, about, tell us a little bit about where people can find you, the name of that podcast, maybe your Instagram channel? Absolutely. So um, as I mentioned at the beginning, I, um, I'm a holistic sexuality mentor and educator, and I do one-on-one kind of mentoring, coaching with clients. Um, 
And I also am starting a podcast, which I'm starting to record next week, which is called Finger Food. And it's all about intimate conversations um, around pleasure and sexuality with a really interesting, diverse range of like really beautiful, liberated individuals. Um, And yeah, that'll be coming out hopefully late February. And you can find me on Instagram. My handle is Stacey with an E-Y uh, dot O dot Gorman. So S-T-A-C-E-Y dot O dot G-O-R-M-A-N. And that's it, really. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Thank Thanks you so much. so much, Stacey. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Girls Get Off podcast. We would love... Um, your ratings and reviews on whatever podcast platform you are listening from. Uh, Each week, Joe and I will pick one of our favourite, most creative reviews to win a Missy Mini. Um, So get reviewing, it really helps us a lot. Thanks for listening.